So it's time for the Sunday sit-down on Algo FM, and my guest for today is Monden Gonyama. If the name doesn't mean anything to you, that means he's doing a very good job, uh, because it means that um, as CEO of the Mandela Bay Theatre Complex, uh, you know more about them possibly than you do about him. So I thought what we'd do today is we'd find out a little bit more about him. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Right. So the last two years, it's fair to say the arts have taken quite a beating. Without doubt, um, it caught all of us off guard. And I think with a chance of not looking at um, how we failed dismally to prepare for the past two years and use that and to ensure in future, probably something else will catch us this dismally off guard. So we really have to plan and prepare for all possibilities, but uh, not to take anything away from what you're saying. The past two years have been really bad and and then hard for the industry. Because we haven't been able to put people, well, bums on seats is, 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 a, is a theater term. You haven't been able to put bums on seats. Productions haven't been able to happen. People haven't been earning an income. There's no turnover from productions taking place. So as, as you say, uh, you would be clever then to use that time where you can't do what you normally would be doing to, to kind of do some preparation. But let's, let's talk about you a little bit. From Kirkwood originally? Yes, from Sardis River. You know, growing up um, in farms, orange farms, citrus uh, environment. Yeah. Um, which at any time that I go to brings back old memories. Yeah. I moved to Yudmake, um in 1991, if not 92, and um, then 92 went to Cape Town to study. As a teacher, came back to Yudnik 95 to work um, as a teacher and uh, got involved in sport, rugby and, and arts. As they say, you can't, you know, worship two kingdoms, sport and arts at the same time, <laughs> one will suffer. Yeah, I, I then guess. had to teach sport and focus on, on arts. Well, it, it, seemed, it seems to have been somewhat of a calling for you if you consider where, where you've ended up. So it seems like you made the right choice. It started in, in 1988 when I, I wrote the first play. Yes, good. I, I, I see it's that there's a, long there's a long list. It's a long journey, yes. It's a long journey. I don't even have the script for my two play. <laughs> so, because I was very young then in high school, you know. And then in 2000, year 2000, I took my first play to the National Arts Festival. But in 1990... One, I visited the National Arts Festival for the first time. You know, I went to to see a production. Then there was still the Evening Post for 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 for, for the Eastern Eastern Cape, which used to profile the productions coming to the National Arts Festival. And at the end of the profile um, or article, there would be a telephone number for the production camera. So I phoned them, and they invited me, Nicholas Allen Bogan, quite a big name, yeah. one of the founders of the National Arts Festival. So I went to see his productions, which changed the way I see things. You know? So um, it's been a, a very long journey for me with the art and, and theater in particular. So getting to the then B Opera House, which, by the way, I imposed myself um, to serve. <laughs> because, <laughs> because coincidentally, I was, I was serving in the, in the Provincial Arts and Culture Council, uh, representing then what was the Western region before we had the Mandela Bay and all these other eight uh, districts. So I said, I said to the to the chairperson of the board, I've got to serve on the board of the open house. 
Yeah, so he wrote a letter and recommended me to come and serve. And at the time, it was really a big institution. If at all, it was just an ambition for me, not even a wish, an ambition. I didn't know what to do with it when I was inside. But uh, thanks to people who were there before me, uh, I could count Marlene Peterson, Marianne Luko, and, and Jack Bana, and Johan Heritz, who really, you know, gave their time to be patient with me and, uh, you know, t- taught me a number of tricks of the game. The result in 2012, I think I was ready to lead the institution. But it's a process that started in 2002. Right. So I didn't just become uh, ready to be the person to lead the institution. And I, th- I think that it's important that, that people realize that because there seems to be, I don't know how best to phrase it, uh, a, a a sense of entitlement um, amongst young people very often that, that I find disturbing. In a, I, I just want to get to the end part. I don't want to, you know, pay my dues. I just want to, to get the, the cushy job or the, or the, or the, or the. And so it's, it's interesting to hear somebody like you kind of pack uh, or unpack the path that, that you've walked to get to where you are to continue doing some really good work. When I read the book, Michelle Obama becoming. It triggered memories of uh, one of my education lecturers who differentiated between be and becoming. What you are talking about is exactly that people want to be, you know, famous, which is something instant, uh, instead of becoming, which is a process. In fact, I always complain when when people talk of and this person must be the leader. I want to be the leader. The age is on my side of the issue that I say, before you lead, you need to be led. And that makes you to understand the traditions of dealing with conflict because they come thick and, and hard. And if you have not been in the, in, in the cauldron for a long time, where you are prepared to become that which will, will provide um, leadership and guidance, you're going to be found wanting. So I really attest to the fact that I have been through the many hands of, of people here in the city, as well as in the province, another plethora of people and nationally. And that was preparing me for what I'm dealing with now, if at all I'm prepared, but I, I believe I am, um, given the experience that I've had. Yeah. So in 2012 already, you were appointed GM of, of the Opera House, and it's, it's worth mentioning um, the Opera House is a uh, hundred and what is it? One hundred and thirty years old. One hundred and thirty years this year, That's and very soon we will be inviting you to the launch of of the of the celebrations. Awesome, longest running theatre on the continent of Africa, as you say, at one hundred and thirty years. That really is something worth celebrating, and I think something that that we should be proud of. And it seems like you've you've kind of adopted it, <laughs> and now as CEO of the Mandela Bay Theatre Complex, um, you're you're kind of taking it further because now it looks like we're not too far off from being able to put bums on seats again uh, to welcome the audiences back. Uh, that must be a very exciting prospect for you. Yes, uh, starting with the Opera House, it's a piece of history in our city, equal to the railway station, equal to post office, equal to a number of other things, the Herald and many other things that um, that have since become ingrained in part of the history of, of this region and the province and the country for that matter. Mm. And so when we were looking at transformation and wanted to take the name Mandela Bay, we were mindful that there is also a piece of history within this, and we can't share that piece of history. So whilst we have the Mandela Bay Theatre, we still have the main stage as the Opera House and, and the barn. So we want to celebrate that So for, for in order for people to understand that you don't puncture um, history if you want to enjoy the heritage uh, that you, you, you have, or rather 
to build a proper future for the generations to come. So we are going to celebrate. It should be in December, 1st of December, because that's when the Opera House was opened in 1892. But we will be making lots of number of programs leading up to that. Um, on the 1st of April, we'll be launching the fact that we're 130 years, and uh, that coupled with the fact that in 2012, to date, it's been a, a concerted effort of transformation. Transformation in as far as programs, and how we, we, post, we position ourselves nationally. Are we the receiving house or are we largely a production house that also receives other people's programs? So that has been the transformation that we've undergone we've under, we've underwent as the, the institution. So we are very help, we're very glad that there were two of such institutions. One was built in Cairo at the same time as this one, as the Victorian Theatre. And the rumor, which I hope sometime we'll, be, we'll visit, that it's no more a theatre, something else. So it would be nice to go and see. That will engender more pride in us to know that the city and the province have kept on to um, this piece of history to provide platform for the next generation. Yeah, and I must say, I haven't been there for a while, and I'm kind of ashamed to say that, but I've said to almost every guest that we've had on the Sunday sit-down recently, it feels like the last two years, almost like so much happened, but nothing happened. Like these two years were taken away from us, almost. So I'm thinking now, the point that I'm trying to get to is, um, I haven't been to the Opera House or to the Mandela Bay Theatre Complex for quite some time, but I remember how striking and tasteful um, the renovations were that were done taking into account the kind of majesty of, of the place. So, so congratulations on that. And along the way, you had some streets renamed. We had some streets renamed. Um, there is another battle. I don't know if we'll ever win it. I was changing them to be one-way roads. <laughs> we'll swim into that and see. We had the streets um, 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 renamed, Charles. Embarrassingly, though, the environment is still dirty. Um, and then I saw, which is the next battle that we need to, to to take up, of ensuring that the environment that the institution is based becomes a, a permanent precinct. Uh, what that means, it means we will be we will be unable to point fingers for the debt in our street, for the walls that MBDA beautifully constructed but now is dilapidating um, in front of our eyes. We will not have an excuse to do that if we are a precinct. Instead, we'll take full responsibility of the optics as well as the health environment of the, the streets that are surrounding us. But it's, a, it's quite, a, it's quite a, a refreshing thing to know that the first three people in Africa to win a Tony Award have agreed to give us their names to use to surround our institution. And added to that, for us to have a stained glass that depicts their lives, it's quite a, a wonderful thing. So uh, whoever now is promulgating as law, social cohesion, these guys had been part of it long before 1994 and um, attempted to show the world that these people can do it. So yes, we named the streets and we're very proud and uh, there are many programs by the way, if I may break it on you, that in July we are bringing um, Dr. Khan with Kunene and the King. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and Kunene and the King had just been given, uh, listed as one of the top 10 Shakespearean plays in the world by the Royal Shakespearean Society in London. We're bringing it in July. So so we were very, we're very, um, and, and sometimes we'll be working on other figures' works. 
um, so that we, we keep track of working with these with these grades. It's quite an refreshing um, thing. But over and above that, we are also going to ensure that the institution goes not a renovation but refreshing. Um, we are in the city, close to to the sea, so uh, the walls get battered, you know. Um, and thanks to the Department of National Arts, National Arts and National Department, which has given us 17 million in the last year, um, which we have not used. Um, understandably, because we have to undergo all those processes. And next year, it's going to give us another 19 million. So it's about 30-odd million, if not 30-odd million, which will go into ensuring that institution remains a bright spark um, in the in the city. I'm very glad that somebody is putting their money where their mouth is, um, because it's it's very necessary from from what you're telling me. Um, I see in the notes that I was I was <laughs> passed on before we chatted today. It says you have been working tirelessly to have the Mandela Bay Theatre Complex declared a public entity, and that became official in May 2021. What is the significance of that? It was in 2008 as as artist. Swanki Jima, late Rev Makrina, Mondewani, Zamukolo Mkoduka, and Nobe Sotokai, who is now the executive producer of the National Arts Festival. She was very young then. Uh, when I was coming fresh from Vets University, and I, I told them about the solutions that are needed, we don't have to go to Johannesburg to, 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 to start careers. We can start them here ordinarily. And nothing stops you from... Um, um, relocating to another city um, because of, 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 of personal uh, growth and development. But we need to have all those. Resources. At the time, we started the white paper. That the white paper says a community can apply to the Department of Arts and Culture for an institution to be declared. And I want you to read very carefully between this. It doesn't say performing arts. It says for an institution. Why am I raising this? I'm raising this to say we are the only institution declared by the National Department in the city. What about the arts, the, 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 the visual arts? What about the heritage, you see? So it means that there's a chance for many other in, uh, chances and development for this. But what does it mean, and that's your question? It means the national government is going to invest on programs. And the institution built in 1892, no one wanted to take responsibility for it in terms of maintenance infrastructural development that is now that is is, is going to change um, there is going to be a, there is an infrastructure maintenance plan so um, the old grand lady won't be whipping at anyone but will be smiling bright <laughs> from now on because there is someone or and uh, who's, who's taking responsibility on programs the festival that we're going, we're going to be talking about in closing is but one of those programs yeah. that will be now fully funded or subsidized to ensure that we are able to bring the people uh, of the city quality works. Yeah. So it is the Ipulo Festival that starts um, tomorrow, as it turns out, Monday the 21st. That's on Monday. Yeah, on, 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 the, on the public holiday. It's eight plays that will be, will be performing, and uh, the ninth one will be the comedy um, that will close off the festival. Uh, on the 26th as well, which is preceded on the same day by a poetry session. Right. Um, Monday Ngonyama, thank you very much for taking a little time out to um, give us some more info on yourself and the plans that you have for the Mandela Bay Theatre Complex. It seems like the, the arts in this city, at least, are in um, good hands. I appreciate the manner you've conducted this interview, I must say. Thank you very much. You made me feel important. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> it is my absolute pleasure. Thank you again, and do stay in touch.